0: Hey everyone! Welcome to the Let's Talk Business podcast. So, let's talk business. I'm author Takara James, and a little bit about me is that I've been a top 100 best-selling author for many months. I want to say maybe over six months on Amazon charts. And the thing that I've learned most important in this journey is business and entrepreneurship. So that's what I wanna share with you on this season of Let's Talk Business. So this show is about business and entrepreneurship, and we're gonna dive right into a lot of the key facts, things that people don't wanna share, and most importantly, how to obtain new leads and generate more revenue. So don't leave, get comfortable, grab your glass of wine or whatever you like to drink, if you're on the way to work, if you're on your way to drop the kids off at school or whatever you have to do, take some time and listen to this podcast so that you can learn all the information needed in order to be successful on your journey. Let's talk business. y'all doing oh my gosh we have made it to season two of the let's talk business podcast and i just want to say thank you all so much for constantly subscribing sharing the the content providing me with your feedback and all the things that you've done to support me thus far thank you again for supporting this station So for those of you who are tuning in just now, I am author Takara James, and this is the Let's Talk Business podcast. And for season two, we are going to start out with our topic, Act Like a Business. So before we get into the nitty gritty of Act Like a Business, I want to make you all aware of some very important things. And I do apologize because I did not mention this at all in January. I actually had the flu. I recorded the majority of the episodes while still being completely congested. So I want to come to you now and provide you with uh, something that I think is very important for you to know each month of the year. So, as a business professional, you want to be able to tailor your services to your clients. And by tailoring your services to your clients, you also want to go the extra mile and know what they are looking forward to, what they like, what they enjoy doing, all of those things. And that's part of what I call um, selling the experience. So I call it selling the experience. You can call it what you would like. But February there are tons of events that are going to be taking place this year so let me just tell you exactly what we're looking forward to February 2nd is of course Super Bowl February 6th is the New York Fashion Week February 14th of course is Valentine's Day then we have the Trinidad Carnival on February 20th February 24th is Paris Fashion Week. So I know you're probably thinking, well, none of that really applies to my business or anything that I'm doing. Trust me when I say, there is a way for you to tailor one of your products or services to the events that are taking place this February. So if you did not get what I just said, Make sure that you listen to this again and write this information down. If you have my Let's Talk Business workbook, then you have a calendar in there and you can put this information on your calendar. Again, those dates are gonna be very important and your selling point for everything dealing with your business. So while I give you all a minute to jot that information down I am going to give you a brief moment and come right back on to the station all right so now that you've had an opportunity to write down those important dates for the month of February let's get right into this episode so this is episode one Season two of Let's Talk Business, and today's episode is Act Like a Business. So by now, if you've already listened to season one, you should have a website, which in my case, I recommended Weebly or using Square. And the difference between the two is that Square provides that e-commerce that you're looking for, while Weebly gives you the functionality of an actual site. So if you're an author, if you like to blog, if you like to do any of those things, then the Weebly side is gonna benefit you. And then let's just say somewhere down the line, you wanna be able to sell mugs or pillowcases or whatever the case may be, you can use Square as your e-commerce site. You should also have your business registration. And I know you're probably saying, well, Takar, it's only been a month. That's fine still have your business registration you should at least have all of that information organized or know what you're going to be registering in the months to come your planner i know we've talked about the planner quite a few times but i'm really trying to emphasize to you all the importance of using the planner if you do not have a planner if you don't know the best planner for you Any of those things, again, please visit my website. I have a couple of options. You can get the printables that you can print on your own and use. You can get a custom planner that I am able to design and personalize for you. Or my top most recommended product is going to be the Let's Talk Business Workbook along with the marketing guide. The marketing guide is free, so please grab that from the website. Aside from those things, we should have already created our email templates. Those email templates are going to save your life. And if you're really thinking about what I'm saying, you will realize that I'm pretty much saying that you should already be organized To start your business so we should have our website we should have our business registration our planner our email templates and then of course we should have our business policies your business policies should be available for your website they should be anywhere that you are advertising your brand so whether it's social media or whatever people should have access to that information I also suggest that in your email templates, you embed your business policies because that's going to be what constantly refresh your customers, clients, what have you. That constantly refreshes them on where you stand in your business. And then we talked about having that contact information. So having that contact information is going to save a life. Do you hear me? It is going to save a life because if someone is going to refer people to you or you're out and about and people are interested in what you're vending or what you're presenting to them, they're gonna wanna have some type of contact information to get in touch with you. Me personally, I don't think it's a wise idea to give anyone access to your personal address or your personal phone number. I've always been told that your phone number is like your social security number. You do not want anyone having access to that information. So don't share your personal number. There are many resources out there that you can use in order to make that work. So I wanna go into some of the things that we can use in order to have these policies and um, processes in place, rather. We talked about the website using Weebly or Square. You can also use Wix. You can use Zoho, which is Z O H O.com. And um, I know a lot of people that use GoDaddy, um, there's a couple others out there, so look into different website options if you have not set up your site. What's most important, and this is what I ask all of my clients because I set up websites professionally. I like to ask, what are you using the website for? And depending on what you're using it for is where I'm going to build your site. So keep that in mind, when you're looking at a website. We talked about where you can access the planner, we talked about your business registration, but you can register your business on the irs.gov by getting your EIN number, which is your employer identification number. Having an EIN is gonna be beneficial if you're trying to get that bank account that we discussed last season and so many other things you can also get your llc a lot of people register for their llc online and then make sure that you're registering at your local office so your local business office where you get your tags for your vehicle or um i don't know it's different for different counties or states but Your local business office is where you're gonna be able to go in order to register your business. Email templates can be used on MailChimp. MailChimp is the go-to for startup businesses. Now, if you have exceeded the 2,000 contacts that they allow you to have before you um, pay for the upgrade, then you know you'll either have to upgrade the service or find a companion service provider that's going to allow you to do the same or similar processes. But I've been using MailChimp, I have not exceeded 2,000 email clients in MailChimp alone. Now, my email list has grown tremendously, and I do have email clients through MailChimp, I have email clients through my website. And then I have email clients through my actual Google email account. So I'm pretty sure if I added them all together, then I would be exceeding 2,000. But I have my email clients all separated based on the type of products and service that they purchase from me. So I have people who read my books. I have people who purchase my services. I have people who I've emailed to assist with writing or sub, something along those lines. So it's always good to have your clients or your emails organized so that you're not mixing up your target audiences. Now, in my case, I actually do not have a target audience for certain products, because a lot of people across the country shop with me. They're interested in what I have going on. They follow my story for many years. They're interested in seeing my growth and how much I've exceeded the expectations that I even had for myself. So it's very refreshing for a number of people to be able to see those things. And that's why we just, you know, roll with the punches. But use MailChimp if you're interested in setting up those email templates. Now, there are other options, because you can set email templates directly from Gmail. But there's a third-party service that you'll have to use, and it's called CloudHQ. CloudHQ is actually amazing, but once you exceed, I want to say, the first seven uh, modifications, you'll have to upgrade. So depending on what you're looking for, if you're in startup and you don't want to spend a lot of money, go with MailChimp. It's free and very user-friendly. You have a lot of creative space to be able to make some changes. So definitely do that. And if you have any other while i give you all a moment to kind of just gather all of the information that i just gave you and and put it all together if you're driving or anything the good news is you can always come back to this station when you're sitting down and have a notebook or your planner in front of you and jot everything down but to those of you who are sitting down right now i always like to allow a couple of minutes for you to be able to write down what I've said. So we're gonna just take a brief moment and then I'll come right back to you. What's new in books? Readers say Chanel's latest release her pleasure his principles is a must read with an unexpected ending. Khalees Marshall has it all in a five-year plan that will place her at the top of the office food chain. Who needs a god when you're a boss? What this self-made boss baby wants she gets until she meets Hezekiah Washington. Hezekiah A born-again Christian respects Khaleesi's drive but is weary of an intimate relationship with a non-believer. Will his judgment be clouded by love? Pick up your copy of Her Pleasure, His Principles today, available in ebook and paperback on Amazon. Don't forget, if you're a Kindle Unlimited subscriber, you get the book absolutely free. a business means that you've cleaned up your act meaning that you are engaging with your customers engaging with your customers means or it goes far beyond just interaction when they are asking you for products or services engaging with your customers is by actively engaging with people on social media off social media actually so even if you're at a restaurant or you're sitting by someone at a event or whatever the case may be talking to them and getting to know who they are may also let you know who is in your target audience demographic i can't tell you how many times i've sat and had conversations with people And I've just been chatting and talking about myself or or asking people about them and then I realized that we have something in common and that common denominator allows me to pitch a product or a service to them. No, you don't want to always make people feel extremely uncomfortable because here you go pitching them a service again. No, that's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about allowing an effortless Moment happen between you and another individual where something is said that sparks their interest in what you do. I'll give you an example. A couple of months ago on social media, there was an uproar about the lady who went to her son's school and was cursing him out and and just verbally abusing him in so many ways and a lot of people were talking about it a lot of people were saying whether they were for it or against it now usually in those type of scenarios i don't like to get involved in conversation because at the end of the day i'm a business professional and i realize that a lot of people judge who they choose to work with based on their likeness or similarities with those people I don't want someone to prejudge me because of my belief system or the things that I like or don't like. You get what I mean? So I had to determine whether or not that was a case that I was going to be willing to discuss. But I found a post on social media that had similar responses as to my own and I decided to leave a comment while commenting and engaging in that conversation i then talked about my book shit black folks don't talk about and i told people about topics within my book that were so similar to that scenario in that moment people were interested in what this book was about so by the end of that session or that whole conversation on facebook I had sold at least four paperback books. It was a great moment for me because I was able to not only connect and share my personal feelings towards that topic, but I was also able to show people who probably would have never picked up my book why it was important for them to read what I had written. So that's another way to ease in to engaging with your customers and making a sale is called transitional sales. In a sense, you're transitioning someone who may not be interested in what you have going on to being interested in what you have going on. The second point is don't always be so formal. So, I know I talk really proper on here and honestly, that's how I talk. But if you catch me back home in Memphis with my friends in the neighborhood, you're going to hear a totally different type of dialect or dialogue come out of my mouth. Um, the way you talk to people, the way you interact with them, the way that you express yourself when you are around others is always going to be something that they pay attention to. I remember when I was going through my divorce, I was on Facebook all the time whining complaining just you know in a very bad space and looking back I can say these things but at the time you know I I wasn't trying to hear anybody telling me hey you need to clean up your act. So I had a lady comment on my post on Facebook and I, I was asking you know what would you all like to see from me as a business professional and the first thing that she said was stop being so personal on Facebook. And I was just like, okay, well, I'm an author. So what do you mean stop being so personal? But she explained to me that me expressing myself and how I felt about my ex-husband or my marriage or friendships or whatever other personal quarrels I had were not necessary when trying to sell somebody a product or trying to get them interested in what I'm talking about. Instead, it was annoying. So I had to keep that in mind as I moved forward. But I also learned from others that me being who I am, being personal, connecting with my audience, talking to y'all like I want to, and just being myself is what sets me apart. So you have to know the time and place when you have to be formal, when you have to be dictionary, as my friend says, or when you have to be politically correct about things. And then there's this station where I feel comfortable talking to y'all however I want to because it's my station And I want to attract you. I want to attract your ears to the words that I am saying. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Ain't that what the movie says? So, you know, that's what I mean about not being so formal all the time. It is okay to be a business professional and still have a little hood in you. Still be, you know... Represent who you are as an individual and not have to be so uptight. So that's pretty much what I mean. And then lastly, social media, visibility and consistency. I cannot tell you enough how acting like a business means being visible as a business. I can say that I'm a business professional all day long. But if nobody ever sees any content, if they never see any post or anything that I'm trying to sell, then how am I operating as a business? I'm not. I'm simply saying, oh, well, you know, I run a business, but I don't really do any business stuff. You know what I mean? No, that's not how it works. You have to be visible on social media and you have to be consistent. Today, I actually signed a new author, which I am extremely excited about. And the one thing that she asked me was, how am I gonna be able to sell my books? How am I gonna get them out to people? What do I need to do? So I explained to her that visibility is going to be key. Being visible to your audience means that you are in their inbox. You are sending them those emails. You're sending text alerts. However you got to reach your audience, that's what you need to be doing. For me, I may need to do a few more live streams, a little bit more than what I, what I have been doing, honestly. But being visible, being there, letting them see you. Just like you all, you probably hear my voice and you're probably saying, well, she has a very, you know, whatever tone and she sounds pretty cool or whatever the case may be, but I don't know who she is. So that's why I invited you to hang out with me in my Facebook group or follow me on social media so that you get to see who I am as a person. Because I'm not your superior. I'm not someone who's teaching you anything. I'm working with you. I'm working with you through this process so that you can be successful. And that's the experience that I want you to have. So that is what I mean by acting like a business. Now, one thing I want to leave with you before we conclude this episode is how to be visible. I was talking to a music artist the other day, and he was asking, well, what do I put in my bio on social media? And that is what I want to cover. So if you have pen and paper, I need you to be writing this down, okay? Now, I have a friend. um, She's my seamstress. I'm going to call her that. She made my dress for graduation, y'all. I absolutely loved it, but her name is Koresha slaughter and she has her own company and recently put out her ebook for increasing your visibility on social media so here are some of the steps or tips that she has shared and i don't want to share any of the real juicy stuff i need y'all to buy that book but i'm going to share this because i know that it's very helpful so, this is how your social media profile should look. And we're going to we're going to use Instagram as an example. So, if you're visualizing Instagram when you first open it, you see at the top of the screen your screen name. So, you want to be as unique as possible with your screen name, but you also want it to be something that people remember. Then, you move into the bio section. In your bio, you should have your name, your title, and then the about me part of your bio. You'll end your bio with your website. So here's my example. My header or my tag name is at Author Takara James. My title or my name rather, I'm sorry, my name is Takara M. James on Instagram. My title is author. And then about me, I have little emojis to highlight each section. And they go as follows. Author, writer, public and virtual speaker, podcaster, dope as fuck in real life, adventurous as fuck, cool. Cool spiritual inviting let's connect now the as fuck i i didn't actually use those words but i put af for those of you who don't understand the lingo but at the end i put you know i'm inviting let's connect let's chat so people know hey let me let me like her page you know she's one of those people that's down to earth willing to talk And not some robot sitting behind megabytes in the computer screen that's only going to unfollow me at the end of the night. So that is something that you can put in your bio. Which brings me to our assignment. So week one, your assignment is going to be work on your social media bio. I want you to also look up Co-Russia Slaughter on instagram and facebook please add her and let her know that i sent you i then want you to look at her example of her bio as well as purchase her workbook or her ebook so that you can get all the information you need as far as setting up your social media profiles and increasing your visibility so i'm leaving you with that assignment on next week's episode, I need to be calling some people out about their bios. And I don't mean that in a negative way. So please flood my messages, message me here, leave me a comment, message me on my website, uh, message me on any of my social media, and let me know that you took the advice and changed your bio. I will give you a free shout out on this, on this next episode. So please do that and get back to me. I look forward to it and I can't wait to see y'all next week. All right, so that concludes our episode. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk Business with author Takara James. Please subscribe to this station if you would like to continue to hear all of the tips and tricks that I want to share with you. Also, don't forget to join my Facebook group, Let's Talk Business with author Takara James. And I have some special things that I want to share with you. So if you join the group, subscribe on my website, and of course, subscribe to this station, you'll get a freebie from me as a bonus gift. Thank you again for tuning in, and I'll see you on the next episode.